welcome to another episode of Open Shop Podcast. Thank you for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. Before you do anything, let's start off by saying Happy New Year. Happy New Year, and I hope you enjoyed your holidays with your families, your loved ones. I know with COVID and things like that, they kind of put a restriction on what we could and couldn't do. But I still hope you was able to enjoy your family in some way. Somehow, if you was not able to enjoy your family or you don't have family to enjoy, I want to send love your way. I want to send love everyone's way and let you know that you are loved. And regardless of your situation right now, it's going to get better. It's a new year. Like people say new year, new me. Um, don't let people discourage you by saying new year, new me. Because you feel like you got to go into new year as a new person and do that. But uh, just want everybody to know I want to say happy new year, man. Thankful to be at, be able to make it to another another year. 365 man 365 so thankful thankful so let's get into some sports man i got a lot to talk about um a lot to talk about i haven't done an episode since before thanksgiving so dang man happy thanksgiving merry christmas happy kwanzaa happy holidays happy all that because i haven't done a show in a while i know i took a quick holiday break to recharge to come back stronger better tougher mentally physically and emotionally um shout out to the mental check-in um and now i'm just coming to give y'all straight takes man a lot of my takes seem to like make a lot of people mad and they always end up being right it's funny how that works first they call me crazy then they call me then they say i'm right it's it's like that all the time but it's whatever it's whatever but before you before i get into these hot takes not even hot takes just a mat take before i get into these mat takes uh, I just want you to know that you need to subscribe, like, share, and make sure you let somebody know about this episode, man. Share the love, share the wealth, man. It's a new year. Be uh, be generous. You know what I'm saying? Share the love, share the wealth with someone, man. Let's share the episode with somebody and subscribe. Most definitely, most definitely subscribe. So let's get into these takes. So the first thing I want to talk about and. It's kind of the biggest story in sports sport, a sports world right now is Antonio Brown. Of course, him storming off the field. Something I never seen before in the NFL. Now, I have seen people do that in high school games. I have seen people do that in middle school games. I have seen people do that in a peewee game. I went to Forest saying I seen someone in a pickup basketball game tell his teammate, if you don't stop fussing at me, I'm going to blow this game for all of us. I even seen that. Now, that, that, of course, ended in a fight. But I even seen that. But I never seen a professional football player leave the game, mid-game, take off his shoulder, his jersey, his shoulder pads, his undershirt, and walk off the field, deucing the crowd and leaving down the tunnel. I have never seen that. So before I even get into the situation, what I think about the whole thing, I just want to say I hope Antonio Brown gets the help he needs because he can't be right. And I, I'm not trying to – I'm not trying to – um, what they call it, be a – be a psychologist, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to armchair psychologist. That's what they say, armchair psychologist. I'm not trying to beat that. I'm not trying to say, but come on, man. You can't, come on. Just going off that action alone, you can't tell me everything, everything is okay. And I and I pray, and I pray that he gets whatever help he needs. 
because his NFL career is over as of now. He's already an older man. Um, he's in his 30s. You know what I'm saying? Once you start getting get up in that 30, mid-30 range in the NFL, your career pretty much over, especially for certain positions. Like certain positions like quarterback, they probably can push it to like late 30s, early 40s at the latest. Um, the only one that really gone past that, that uh, early 40 mark is Tom Brady. But outside of Tom Brady, but late 30s, early 40s, about when most quarterbacks kind of hang it up. And um, most players, probably most players are done by their age too. Sometimes you get a, a an anomaly when you have a player that play a long time, like a kicker or a lineman. But for the most part, most, I mean, they they said that most NFL careers only last four years. So for Antonio to make it nine plus years already is, is amazing. But I think he still had a little left in his tank. As you can see, he was having a phenomenal year on the field. He was having, when he, when Antonio was on the field playing, he was one of the best wide receivers on the field. We can't take that from him. He was one of the best wide receivers on the field, man. And Tom Brady obviously wanted him here. Tom Brady went to bat for him multiple times. He did. He had the face vaccine call situation, and Tom Brady still went to bat for him and bought him, made sure he got, got bought back. But after this situation here, uh, Bruce Aaron, B.A., said it's enough is enough. I don't care if he helped us win five Super Bowls. He's no longer on his team. And I know a lot of people, sometimes I watch a couple of shows today on, um, like, you know what I'm saying, like national public shows, listen to a couple of radio shows. And uh, some people are saying, blame, blame Tom Brady. You the one bought him here. You the one enabling him. You the one that kept telling him he's going to be okay. So it's your fault that this happened. I can agree to that in a certain extent. Some people are saying it's not Tom Brady's fault. You can't control him, man. I can, I can understand that point, too. But I'm not even trying to make it about Tom. I just want to talk strictly about A.B. A.B., I'm not sure what, what's going on in your head, man, that made you think that was okay, but you showed your behind for the world to see. You showed your behind for the world to see. And that was that was embarrassing, man. That was embarrassing. I, I, I wish you the best. Um, I thought, I, I st- till this moment, I still think you're a Hall of Fame player. Uh, are they going to let you in? It's hard to say now. As of right now, they're not going to let you in. Like, if you was to go off and retire and just go away and still do your antics for the rest of your life, just off the field, they're not going to let you in. But um, let's say you come back, you go into some deep, deep, seriously deep therapy and, and deal with whatever issues you're dealing with. You come out and say, apologize, you're dealing with this, 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 like – what what if they come to find out he's dealing with CTE? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know some people may say it's, it's a guarantee that he won't get into Hall of Fame, but I I just can't. I, I at at this moment he won't get in. But I feel like if he kind of has a redemption story, go through therapy. Um, not saying he need to say he diagnosed with CTE, but what if he is? You know what I'm saying? What if they had an effect on him for what he's doing? Like, it could be a number of things. So. I don't want to say he's all the way done because he, he can be a nice redemption story and a nice comeback story for a lot of young men and women, people, period, in the world if he comes back um, from from this as far as going to therapy and everything like that and becoming a better person. So wishing you the best, AD, praying for you, man. And I, and I hate that this happened for the world to see. Um, but you've been showing your behind behind the scenes for a long time, and now we've finally seen it. We finally seen this like that. It's like that kid. It's like the kid you just hear 
Like it's it's like your kid, your kid, your teacher tell you the your student, you have a son, daughter, whoever, and they keep getting in trouble at school, and you just like, ain't no way that's my son or that's my daughter. Ain't no way. And one day you catch them in the act at school, showing they behind for the class to see. And you just sit there like, I can't believe that's my that's my um offspring. I can't believe it. It, it just catch you off guard like that. So AB, wishing you the best, man, praying for you, and I hope you get past this situation because it sucks. Uh, just to go on to the next topic, so we won't um, pile on AB. I know pretty much everybody been piling on him all day, but I just want to send him some love. Send him some love his way, man, and hopefully he, he get past this this dark moment in time. And Oh, to talk about the situation or why it happened. Quickly, I'm, I don't know. A lot of people coming out with their reasons. I don't know why it happened. Some people say he did it because he wanted to get his incentives, uh, and they and BA wasn't going to let him. Uh, it's hard to believe because he got force fed the ball last week. I think time threw it to him 15 times. He had 10 catches uh, over 100 yards. So, and I believe uh, another person, another person said that uh he was on a, he, he was upset that Tom was feeding the ball force feeding the ball this game to Gronk and he and Tom came over and asked AB about it and AB was like you know you I, I guess you go feed your ball all game and Tom was just like what what are you talking about and like you tripping you know what I'm saying like AB if you over there get you the ball it's nothing nothing but Gronk whatever whatever kind of like the tone I ain't gonna say um old boy name because I don't want him his name even tested it's called a lot of people trying to Try to make make the two slay the same people, but they not. Um, but yeah, uh, and then some. So I seen somewhere that somebody said that Coach BA asked him to come into the game. He said no. Um, BA asked him again. He said no again. BA said, "Well, if you don't want to go in the game, leave." That uh, another one was saying Antonio had an ankle injury. Injury. That's why he didn't want to go in the game, but the team didn't believe him. So it's just a lot of speculating stories out there right now. Who knows what the truth is? The truth will come out eventually. Or one of these stories are the truth. We just don't know which one is, or if it's the half of truth or the whole truth. So we're gonna wait and see and see what happens. But as of right now, Antonio Brown no longer plays for the temporary Bucks, and he no longer is on the NFL team. Wishing Antonio Brown the best, and hopefully he can shake back from this and be a nice redemption story for, uh, for uh, my people to see going forward. All right, just to go into our next story. Uh, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> how about them Cowboys? Man, last week, Cowboys beat the brakes. I'm talking about beat the breaks off the Washington football team. And everybody was like, oh, we going on. We, we, we not losing no more this season. We going all the way. Beat the breaks off them boys. And I came out and said, dog, y'all overreacting to this win. Like, y'all overreacting to Cowboys, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all overrating them right now. Like, y'all need to chill. And I was all oh, you hating. You hating. You just hating. I said, bro, they beat the brakes off Washington football team. I give them that. But come on, man. Like, <laughs> they they all who we always thought they were. Why y'all why y'all acting like they the Super Bowl favorite now? They not. They not. And I was considered a hater. That's how I be every time, bro. Every time, bro. Every time I give a take, people say I'm hating. Then when it comes out there, what I said was the truth. 
people act like they don't want to hear it no more. They be like, uh, we go act like we we go act like you didn't you didn't tell us this last week. But in that moment, they on my head calling me a hater, calling me crazy, saying like, I, first they say I'm crazy, then I then I be right. Like I said, man, it is what it is. I'm just saying, I just calling how I see it, bro. And I said last year, the Cowboys overrating y'all overrating the Cowboys right now. Y'all need to bring back y'all expectations on them because they're gonna let y'all down. And then take and God act soon. The next game, those expectations came crashing down. Now you all these publications, all these people, all these groupies, all these and y'all not talking about how the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl now. Y'all not bragging about how good they look. Y'all not talking about them having the best defensive line in the NFL. Y'all not talking about none of that. Why? Because they stunk up the place against the Cardinals at home. And I ain't going to say they got blew out because they didn't get blew out. The Cardinals didn't blow them out. But still, Dak stunk the place up. And he was supposed to go out there and do his thing. But did he? No. Did he ball? No. And I try to tell y'all, oh, Dak out his funk now. Dak, Dak out, he, he found his groove. No, he didn't. He played a bad team and he took advantage of them like he was supposed to do. But when he play a good team like the Arizona Cardinals, he gets exposed. Like I said, and all these people talking about, oh, the D-line is the best D-line in the whole NFL. Well, if that's the case, why they couldn't stop Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray with 26 for 38, 263 yards, two touchdowns, ran nine times, 44 yards. On the last drive of the game, the Cowboys needed to get one stop to get the ball back in that can. They couldn't get the stop. All you had to do is get one more stop, and the game was not over, but it gave your offense a chance to get the ball, and they couldn't get the stop. But last week, they was the best defense alignment in the NFL? Best defense in the NFL? Best defense in the NFC? Diggs, Parson, Lawrence, all the boys y'all was talking all this big stuff about, and they couldn't stop. Look, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, about 5'5". Kyler Murray, ma'am, Kyler Murray about 5'5", 100, 100 pounds soaking wet. They couldn't stop him. But they the best defense in the NFL? Come on, man. Come on. Stop playing with me. I said this last week. And now what? What I look, what, how I look, nobody, nobody bought up what I said last week because it don't matter no more. Because why? Because I, I look too right. Call it how I see it, man. I call it how I see it, and I call that perfectly. Now, I ain't saying the Cowboys done. I'm not saying the Cowboys go be one and done in the playoffs. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is y'all overrated them for that beatdown that you know watching the football team. All I said was come back on your expectations from them because they go let y'all down. It ain't. And God acts swift and he acts smooth on soon because that next week they showed y'all exactly who they who they are, who I said they were, and now nobody want to talk about it. Nobody want to talk about it now. Everybody on hush. Come on, man. Come on. It's no. It's all love. It's all love. But when I be saying my outlandish takes and y'all be calling me crazy and all that, then when I prove to be right, don't hide. Don't hide. Have that same energy. Keep that same energy. Now I'm going to move on because I'm not trying to rag on the Cowboys. Come on, I'm a Cowboys fan, and she might be listening. And I don't want my mom to get upset with me. (laughs) One thing I do want to say, though, man, Dak, I actually like Dak. My mom, she she doesn't like Dak. But I actually like Dak. I think that's a good quarterback. I think sometimes he has big games and people kind of overrate him. Kind of like it might remind me of Jared Goff. Not saying Dak's Jared Goff, but it reminds me of Jared Goff. Where Jared Goff can play good enough to win games, and every now and again he has a game where he throws five touchdowns, and people say, "Is is he elite? Is he great?" 
Um, but he's not. He's just having one of those games. So he kind of reminds me of Jared Goff. And, and Zeke, dog, this might be Zeke last year with the Cowboys. I ain't kept either this year or next year gonna be Zeke last year with the Cowboys. You see, they got they got rid of Jalen Smith after after signing him to that big contract. And now I think next they'll get rid of uh Zeke after signing him to that big contract. Uh so they go they go, I think they're gonna move on from Zeke either this after this season or next season. Sorry to say. I, I really think after next season, maybe Zeke last year with the um, but yeah, I'm going to the next next conversation, which is going to be those Cincinnati Bengals. Who would have thought, out of all the teams in the AFC North, that the Bengals was going to be the team to win? The Cincinnati Bengals. That's a take for your ass. Because who would have thought that, bro? Going into the season, I didn't. I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. I picked them to win four or five games. I picked them to be a proved team, but they weren't going to be this good. I didn't. I didn't see this come. He has. He he had one of the most impressive rookie games in NFL history. And this this past game, this game against the Cowboys, Chase had one of the most impressive games for a rookie in NFL history. And people gonna be like, "Well, man, what about what about when Randy Moss?" Had three catches, three touchdowns, over 150 yards on Thanksgiving Day as a rookie. I agree. That was impressive. But considering the level of competition, the team, 111 yards, I mean, 11 catches, 266 yards, and three touchdowns, I think this game was more impressive than that Randy Moss game. Both of the two are Inexchangeable. You can pick which one you think is best for you, but I think this Jamal Chase game is the best rookie wide receiver game we ever seen. Man, the guys having an amazing season. I'm talking about amazing season. 79 receptions, 1,429 yards, and 13 touchdowns. He's second in the lead in touchdowns, fourth in yards, and he's just having an amazing season, man. As a rookie, stepping to the NFL and just went crazy. That's why there's only one wide receiver university, and that. University resides in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, at the LSU campus. That's the only wide receiver university we have in this country. So anytime somebody be like, well, what about Ohio State? Or what about Alabama? Or what about bum, bum, bum? Man, WRU is in LSU, Baton Rouge. That's the only place. Only place. So, uh. One take I want to talk about, one take I had before the season was Joe Burrow was betting. And I would take Joe Burrow over Justin Herbert. I said that going into the season, Joe coming off of ACL and everybody singing Justin Praises all year long. Coming into the season, I said I would take still at this moment with all y'all singing Justin Herbert praise coming off his rookie of the year, rookie of the year season, going to the season, I said I would take Joe first. And what people said, man, you just you just talking. You know, you don't you're not serious. You're not serious. You just talk. Bullshit. Now, now everybody saying, I think Joe Burrow is better than Justin Herbert. I bet you do. I bet you. Welcome to the party. We got drinks in the back. You know what I'm saying? We got drinks in the back. You can't think you can't take anything to go. Everything, nothing to go. You gotta finish it here. Welcome to the party, man. Welcome to the party. DJ Bumping, welcome to the party. Because welcome to the party of me Ben saying I take Joe Burrow over Justin Herbert. Now people acting like, I don't remember you saying that. I bet you don't. I, it's real convenient that you don't, huh? I'm going to start screenshotting my takes and and um and putting them in a, in a frame and hanging them on my wall. Because people be acting like they don't know, man. 
They, I feel like Kanye, man. I feel like Kanye when Kanye was on that Drink Champs interview, man. He said, he said, I went away and, and I came back to, and his Jays everywhere, man. We got people, we got ASAP dressing better than me. We got Drake selling more than me. We got, we got Kendrick with better um, bars than me. We got, we got uh, Tyler created the baby with better videos. Like we got all these different Jays. I had to come back and show these people, man. I'm still Yay, the one and only. And I had to come back and show the people, man. I, I still have. The best takes, and I'm saying it's all fun, fun and games. I don't take it, don't take it all personal. Don't take it all serious. Don't get in your feelings about it. I still love talking sports with everybody, man. So don't, don't be getting all, all man. Nah, man, it's just fun and games. Don't, don't take it that. Just having fun. Don't, don't make it all serious. Just having fun. But I'm just saying, man. I just had to come back and and snatch the throne and let people know, man. I still got this. And like before the season, like I said, I said I take Joe Burrow, and I was dead. So I said I take Joe Burrow over Justin Herbert right now. And people thought I was tripping. People thought I was crazy again until I proven right. Joe, not everybody said I think Joe Burrow top five quarterback. I think I take Joe. Over. I bet you would. Now it's real convenient to say that now. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Joe, man. I wish somebody would mess with Joe Burrow down there, man. I, somebody up behind Joe Burrow. <laughs> shout out to Booksy. So yeah, man. Uh, Justin's an all-star too, you know, superstar talent, superstar player. I love to have him on my team. Um, I really would rather have Deshaun Watson play, but that's a story for another day. The way they railroad my boy Deshaun Watson is horrible. And the NFL PA, the NFL, the Houston Texas organization should be ashamed of themselves that they robbed that young man of a, a season of his career. They robbed that young man, and somebody needs to pay for that because there's no reason why he should not have played a snap this NFL season. But I'm not. I'm not gonna get too deep into that because it was wrong, and I and I'm still salty about that. But because the way they did Deshaun Watson is is wrong. It's wrong. If you go give him, if you go give him a suspension, give him the suspension. But don't make him sit out the whole season. Because I've seen people do way worse things and be charged with way worse things than what Deshaun Watson is accused of, and they still got to play in the NFL season. He's this young man sat out a whole NFL season for accusations. Nothing stuck. No charges brought against him. He sat the whole season. That's wrong. The NFLPA should be ashamed of himself. The NFL should be ashamed of himself. And the Houston, Texas organization should be ashamed of himself. And Deshaun Washington should be ashamed of himself too for putting himself in this situation. Regardless. All the all those. And like I said, if the accusations are true, he deserved to get what's coming to him. I'm not one to sit here and sugarcoat and be like, well. These young ladies are lying, or uh, they should never snitch, or what? If it happened, he deserves what got what he get coming to him. But my thing is, give it to him. Don't make him just sit on the sideline, being limbo, not knowing what's gonna happen. Like, give him something. Give him six games. Give him seven games. Give him three games. Give him four games. Give him something. He's going into next season still not knowing what's gonna happen. What if he get traded? Then y'all gonna make make him sit. Then the punishment gonna get kicked in. Like when is the punishment? Like we don't even know what the punishment is. He just out indefinitely. Like is it? I'm not even gonna get too deep into that because that that just irked me. That whole situation. And it, it's not even because uh, Deshaun Watson is the quarterback for Houston. It's just because they railroaded that young black man, and I just hate this. I hate that happened to him. All right, so moving on. I have one more NFL uh, kind of hot topic I want to talk about. Then I'm moving to, to some NFL awards. So, as far as NFL hot topic I want to talk about, Russell Wilson 
starting to look like a weirdo to me, man. Like you, what Russell? I'm talking directly to you. I'm gonna look right into the camera, man, and I hope you listening on your uh, AirPods and your car, wherever you at. And I hope somebody that you know is listening so they can get this take to you. You starting to look like a weirdo, my guy. So you have a no trade clause, right? Right. Okay. Cool. So that means if you want to play for the Seahawks next season, you can play for the Seahawks next season. You are in control of that. So when you come out and say, I hope to be back next year, that makes me sit back and be like, hmm, what do you mean by that? And when you give that information, like no one asks you, like I know people have asked you, but this most recent interview I'm talking about, I'm going to drop the cliff so y'all can hear it. He volunteered, told him, like, I hope you be back next year. What do you mean by that? Like, nobody asks you, hey, Rush, you plan on being back next year. You bought that. You said, yeah, I hope to be back next year. What do you mean by you hope to be back next year? And why did you go out your way to say that? That kind of got me thinking. Then it comes out before the season that your, your, your agent leaked the list of who you want to go. Either your agent leaked it, you leaked it, or the team leaked it to make you look bad. But it was leaked. So you still, you still had a list of teams that you want to go to. But you still coming out saying that you hope to be back. When nobody even asked you about about that, you just volunteered that information. So it, it got me looking at you kind of kind of side eye, Russ. Like, what you what's your hidden agenda, my boy? Do you want to be back? If you do want to be back, why are you coming out saying stuff like that? Or they be like, well, man, he in the middle of the season. He what else he supposed to say? He got to say truth. I understand that, but he made sure that he told them I hope to be back next year. He could not have said that. Nobody asked him about that. He brought that up. So that was just when I seen it, I was just like, "What the heck was that, Russ?" <sighs> but we, we're gonna see. But what what I would do if I were the Seahawks and Russ had no trades calls, um, even with the trade calls, from being honest, I'm gonna ask him, but he want to go here. I took him to New York Giants, put them two two uh, first round draft picks they got in the top ten. They got Chicago pick and they got their own pick, both in the top ten. I trade Russ for those two picks and maybe a second or third, and I'll be done with it. I'll be done with it. Get him out of there, start over first with two two top picks. So a second round pick and a third pick and move on from it and keep your own pick, of course, and move on from it and see what you can go do from there. Let Russ go to New York, him and his beautiful wife. I know they want to be there anyway in the biggest city. That was one of the teams that was on their radar, um, what, I think, like two seasons ago anyway was New York. So send him to the New York Giants, let his wife live there. She can be there with her friends, um, her, her celebrity friends, and the rest can be in Hollywood. He can become a bigger star and whatever. But Russ, I'm just looking at your little side eye, my book. You're looking a little, you're looking a little shaky right now. You're looking a little funny in the light. And I don't, I'm trying to say, I'm just trying to make sure you crack, you all cracked up who all the people say you are. That nice, loving family man, got man of God, all that. I just I don't know. He's he, he, he starting to look a little funny in the light. That's all I'm gonna say. I ain't. I'm not passing judgment on anything right now, Russ. I'm just saying. I'm just calling it how I see it. And, and the way I'm seeing it is, you you moving kind of weird, my boy. But if you get what you want, cool. But I'm just gonna keep an eye on it. It, it, it just give me give me give me weird vibes. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, but like I said, them two first round draft picks in New York. Trade him for them picks ASAP. ASAP uh, and add some more picks on top of that, but ASAP get him out of there. Uh, but NFL awards, uh, all right, cool. So, 
I ain't gonna be long on this, uh, cause I still got some NBA talk I want to get to, and I'm trying to be here too long. I know I've been gone a while, and um, it's good to be back chatting up with y'all. But some NFL awards. So all right, some NFL awards that I like to talk about are the main ones that's gonna be MVP, defensive player of the year, offensive player of the year. Coach of the year, defensive rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, and comeback player of the year. So NFL MVP, I think, belongs to Aaron Rodgers. He's going back-to-back, the first person to go back-to-back on MVP awards since Peyton Manning, the great Peyton Manning, who they should name the quarterback award after. They should make an NFL best quarterback award and call it the Peyton Manning Award. That's what they should do instead of giving them the MVP award every year, making the MVP award necessarily just making that a quarterback award because that's all it is now. It's a quarterback award because if we if we take that away, Jonathan Taylor should be right in the thick of things as far as MVP. Derrick Henley probably should have won last year, but every year quarterbacks continue to win it. So that's why I said they should make a quarterback award and call it the Peyton Manning Award and move from there. But um, with the current standings and how they are, I think Aaron Rodgers is the current lead MVP. Um, if, yeah, if I just had to pick some guys that's in the running with him, uh, I think Tom is. I think Jonathan Taylor is. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes, I maybe. Um, those are about the only ones that I can think of. I think Cooper Cup is. Um, I think that's about it. <clears throat> so, Divas to play of the year, I think – it's T.J. White. Uh, I think he probably should have won it last year, if I'm being honest. Like, uh, Aaron Donald earned it, but I think T.J. very well could have won it last year. But I think this may be the year he win it, even though his team is not the best team this season. I think he, he has a he's a big force on their team for the winning on the on winning the game that they have won. So I I go with T.J. White. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, offensive player of the year. Um, I really think it's down to just two guys: Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor. If I had to pick one, I would go Coop. Um, only because he's close to breaking Calvin Johnson's record, but I don't think he's going to do it anymore. But he was close to breaking. He he's, he is close to breaking it. So um, just all the numbers he's putting up, yards, offensive uh, yards, receiving, receptions, touch, everything. Like he he's having a he, fantasy wise for my fantasy players out there. The only person that ever had a better fantasy season than him right now is Jerry White or Rice. So Jerry Rice as far as hard receivers. So yeah, man, he's having an amazing season. Uh, offensive, offensive uh, rookie of the year. Uh, give it to I'm giving it to another receiver, man. I'm going with Jamar Chase. Uh, they should not give it to Mac Jones. They better not give it to Mac Jones. If they give the Mac Jones, it's gonna be an uproar. Cause Mac Jones has played good this season. He's played well, but they Jamar Chase. I just broke down y'all know, but he's the offensive rookie of the year. He's the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. So Jamar Chase, that's his award. Uh, like last year, it should have been Justin Justin Jefferson, but they ended up giving the um Justin Herbert. But Justin Jefferson should have won it last year. So Jamar Chase came back and won it for him. Back to back LSU receivers, WRU, you heard it. Um, defensive rookie year, I think it's clear cut. It's gonna be Michael Parsons having an amazing season. He's seen a conversation for defensive player of the year, so uh, it's I won't be surprised if he he's a finalist for uh defensive player of the year and off uh, defensive rookie of the year. Uh, the season he's having, uh, comeback player of the year. Uh, it's two guys that come in mind, two quarterbacks that come in mind Joe Burrow and Dak Prescott, both coming off season ending injuries, both teams. 
Plummet when they were gone, and both teams have won their division. So Joe is having a better season than Dak, though, if we're being honest. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if either one gets the award, but those two are the ones that I think should be the only two in the conversation for it. Even though it's going to be third finalist, I think those two are the ones that should should win it. Uh, Coach of the year, um, that's that with Coach of the year, you can go a couple routes, right? You can go the route of who has the best record in the NFL. That doesn't necessarily always mean they have the best. They're the best coach because Patrick, uh, not Patrick, uh, the Patriots. Because teams like the Packers, who had Matt LaFleur, had the best record in the field, but he has Aaron Rodgers as well, the lead MVP. So it's like, ah, okay, how much of this is you? How much is this him? But then you can continue like uh, the Chiefs. You can get Aaron Rodgers. You can you can say uh, you can say Andy, Andy Reid coach of the year, but then they got Patrick Mahomes. And you don't want to punish punish them, but it's just like you want to take that into consideration. But then you look look at teams that um, that overcame things and endured things and stuff like that. And I think teams like uh, Zach Taylor with the with the Cincinnati Bengals. I think he deserves Coach of the Year. And if not him, I think Mike Mike Vrabel or the Tennessee Titans definitely deserve it. To lose your number one offensive player in Derrick Henry uh, midway through the season and still have your team in a position to win the number one seed in the AFC, like the number one seed in the AFC after losing your number one offensive player is impressive, regardless of what people say. That's impressive, dog. To keep your team afloat like that, like if they beat the Houston Texans this upcoming Sunday, they the number one seed in the AFC, bro. And that's going to give um, Derrick Henry another week off to rest and maybe come back for the playoffs. That's that's impressive, bro. That's impressive. Like, And everybody was saying how they was going to fall off once Derrick Henry went off, but they stayed afloat, man. And you just got to give it to um, Coach Mike Brable for what he did for that team. So either him or Zach Taylor, I think Coach, uh, Coach Mike going to get it. But uh, Zach Taylor is very well in the conversation, too, to be the worst team back-to-back years like how he was, um, to get the, the pick with Joe, then get J- uh, Jamar Chase. And now to be uh, the winners of the AFC North, a division that no one thought you were going to win with some of the best teams in the whole NFL in that division as far as the Buffalo uh, – not the Buffalo, the Baltimore Ravens, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Cleveland Browns. Maybe one of the toughest divisions in the whole NFL outside outside uh, the NFC West. Honestly, that might be one of the toughest divisions in the whole NFL outside of the NFC uh, NFC West. So um, for him to come in there and win that division that nobody thought he was going to win over those teams is very impressive. With uh, a really a rookie quarterback because uh, Joe didn't get to finish his rookie season, and a re- your number one third is a rookie wide receiver, and a team with your best players are all twenty five and younger. So it's like that's and he's young too. Zach Taylor looks he look like he could be in the NFL, bro. So that's just impressive. And uh yeah, uh shout out to him. So that's gonna be it for my NFL talk, man. I just want to talk about some quick NBA talk and I'm gonna go ahead and close out uh for today, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate y'all listening. Um, uh, but let's jump into some quick in uh NBA talk. Uh first let's talk about the standings as far as what teams are as of right now. So as of right now, this is January, 
and uh, we going into we you have to get into the thick of things as far as the season with February being All Star Weekend and March April then play we kicking the playoffs off in April May June so on. Um, rankings right now are we have the well, of course we have a team that surprised all of us is that's the Chicago Bears and be Bulls with the number one record in the Eastern Conference. I did not see that coming. I thought this team was not going to fit. I I I didn't like the I didn't think the chemistry was going to work. I didn't think Zoe, uh, Zach, and Demar was going to fit together. But they've been working beautifully. Um, my my uncle Jalen Clark is a Chicago Bulls fan, and I don't know why the hell he's a Chicago Bulls fan. It's just funny to me, and it's funny to me because this dude from Abaluses, Louisiana, he's a Chicago Bulls fan. Like, dude, why? Why are you a Chicago Bulls? Like, did you like Michael Jordan? You're not even that old to even know about Michael Jordan. You don't think you was alive when Michael Jordan? I mean, you was alive, but I don't think you was watching basketball from Michael Jordan in his peak or in his prime, like. Oh, you a Chicago? Is it D Rose? Might be a D Rose thing. I don't know, but it's just fun to me that he a Chicago uh, Bulls fan. He always be posting this stuff on his his, his Insta story. So shout out to my uncle, man, JB Clark. Um, but yeah, man. Um, some of the other teams, the teams that we used we used to are expected to be there, like the Brooklyn Nets. They still up there. Um, Milwaukee, uh, the Heat, Cleveland is a surprise team. Got Philly, got the Hornets, got Washington, and so on. Boston, Toronto. Toronto is kind of a team that fell off, and people thought it would be better. Um, Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young, you, you're my guy, you're my boy, you're my player. You got to do better, man. Get the team in a better position. I said it. From, I said it from the beginning. I'm gonna continue saying it. I feel like they should trade John Collins. I feel like the team works better with just with John Collins off the floor and let Clint be that main guy. And no, Clint is not better than John Collins, but Clint fits that team better than John Collins, in my opinion. He he catches at the rim, he blocks, and he rebounds. That's all that team needs. John is a scorer, in my opinion. He's a scoring for for um guy, and um he doesn't play the best of defense. He not he's not gonna rebound that well. But when it comes to scoring, put the buckets up. He can he can give you that down low. But I think they should move John Collins for like a three and D guy, a wing guy, a Paul George type player. If they get something like that, then they be they be good to go, good to go. TGT train to go for real. TD train to go. TD oh TTG. <laughs> I said TGDT, TTG, train to go. I'm looking to be trying to keep up with the young folks, man. Yikes. What's wrong with me? But yeah, man, just go look, just glance at the um, Western Conference. Uh, Golden State Warriors surprised me. I was wrong on their predictions. The Phoenix Suns, also another team that's, that proved, that's proved me wrong. I thought it was going to fall off this year. I low key still, still think the Phoenix Suns going to lose in the second round this year. Um, that's something I said at the end of the last. I said, if I said the Phoenix Suns are going to lose in the second round next year, and if they don't bring Chris Paul back, they won't make the playoffs. But they did bring Chris Paul back, and now they're one of the best teams in the in the whole NBA, not just the Western Conference. And uh, I still think they're going to lose in the second round, though. That's just my super early prediction of the uh, Phoenix Suns. Um, but yeah, I said that's the Utah Jazz, Memphis, Denver, uh, Clippers, Lakers, way down there, Dallas. Um, Minnesota and the Kings. So it, it, it's getting interesting. Um, it's getting re- uh, really, really interesting. And we're going to see what things go going forward. Um, can't really expect too much, but it's, it's definitely interesting. Just jump into some MVP talk. Um, who do I think the MVP are? All right, so this is what I'm going to get y'all. I'm going to get y'all a top nine of who I think MVP is. So a top nine. Uh, top nine as far as MVP, I have um, KD number one, 
Steph Curry, number two. Greek, number three. Joker, number four. Chris Paul, number five, who should have won MVP last year. Number five, Chris Paul. Number six is Donovan Mitchell, who doesn't get enough love for what he do, what he's doing in Utah with that team. Um, a lot of people kind of just kind of forget about Donovan and kind of sweep under work what he's doing, but he's doing a phenomenal job with the Utah Jazz, and he deserves to be in the MVP conversation. That's why I have him in my top five. Um, the player after that I have is going to be. Uh, well, I have him in my top six. He's right below Chris Paul. But him and Chris Paul are um, very interchangeable. That they, they, It can go either way with that. So that's why I said top five. But, yeah. Uh, number seven, I have LeBron James. Eight, I have DeMar DeRozan. And last but not least, I have Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid was my MVP I picked last year. He was close to winning it, but he fell short when he got injured. Uh, but, yeah, that's who I got right there. Uh, as far as my MVP, to talk about some rookies, man. This this is Lawrence. My shout out to my boy Lawrence. Lawless coming soon. Uh, this is my boy Lawrence rookies year. This, he, this is his little rookie class. This is the class he was pounding his chest on for a, a year before they got here, telling us how deep they are, how good they are. And I still to this day, still to this day, to this very moment, do not think this rookie class is very, very better than 2018 with Trey Young, Luca, Colin Sexton, Michael Porter Jr. Autumn Ballers. I, I don't think this rookie class is better than 2018. I actually think 2018 is the best rookie class in the last 10 years, in my opinion. Probably the last 20 years. I think this rookie class, 2018, is probably better than 2011, if I'm being honest. But uh, not 2011, 2003. But that's just me talking. So, um, kind of give a ranking of the rookies, though. I do like this rookie class. I don't think they're better than 2018, Lawrence. I don't. I still don't. But I do like this rookie class. Uh, I'm going to tell you a couple of players I, I think are really good in this class. Um, I'm going to give you my top, let's say six. Uh, I'm not going to give you nine this time. But I have, uh, let me see who I got. Let me think, think. Okay, Evan Mobley, number one. Fonz Wagner, who is balling for the Orlando Magics, who was their second pick in the, in the first round. Um, Jalen Suggs was their first pick, but Fonz has been doing his ditty. I'm talking about going stupid. Fon, yes, he. If you don't know about him, look him up. That boy dropped 38 not too long ago. He, he, Orlando probably found them. They found them a keeper for him. They found them a keeper with him. So after him, I'm gonna have. Uh, I got him at number two. I'm gonna go Cade Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, um, Josh Giddy. <laughs> Youngest player to ever get a um, triple double, and that seems like it changed every year. Because I remember Lonzo was the youngest to get it. Then Mark Markel Fox got it that same year, and now Josh got it. So it's like that 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 kind of stand because triple doubles are so accessible to players nowadays. Nowadays, that um, as soon as you get into the NFL, you can get one if you just versatile enough. Um, and right after Josh is going to be Jalen Green disappointment from in my eyes but uh he's coming around i just would like him to be more of a team player more of a leader stop worrying about the back and forth talk to players on the court and off the court as far as <clears throat> media i would like him to just worry about the things that's on the court and get focused on his game but he seems to be a social media darling or media darling or whatever the hell he think he is but talking to the media all the time about this guy this guy detroit not being number one pick trash talking play let's play this let's let's ball let's hoop Jalen, let, let's just hoop. Let's worry about all that other stuff later. But let, right now, let's hoop. 
You feel me? Let's just hoop. <laughs> like, real talk, man. Let's just hoop. Like, forget the talking. Forget all that. Hoop. Hoop, man. Hoop. Second pick overall. Time to hoop. Evan looking better than you. Kay looking better than you. Fonz looking better than you. Scotty. Josh. You got rookies on your own team. Singram. Who's looking more important to the organization than you. And you worrying about talking trash to Kate. Man, hoop. Let your hooping be the talking. But I ain't going to jump off from just yet. I'm going to stick around for J- uh, Jalen. And see what we, and see what's going to come of him. Um, uh, but next year, this this upcoming year's draft class is going to be an um, interesting bunch as well. And I hope, hope we get us a nice piece out of that class as well because uh, we need it. We definitely need it, and um, and our future is bright over there in Houston, man. Shout out to everybody that's there building that program. I'm still open to come work for the organization. Just shoot me a small email, offer letter, DM, text. You know what I'm saying? I I I even answer bird calls. Just send something by by Sky. I return it by Sky, and we can make some shake, make some shake. So before I close out, because that's gonna be in all the basketball takes that I have for um, as far as today. Uh, before I close out, I just want everyone to know out that yes, we are in a new year, 2022. But um, just, if you decided to start your life over new, be a new person, start over fresh, and continue your life as a new person, new new year, new you, that's 100% fine. But I just want you to let you know that you don't have to wait to a new year to be to, to live a better life. You don't have to wait until a new until the clock stop, um, clock 12 at midnight at the last day of the year, December, um, for you to be like, okay, now I'm going to get my life together. You can get your life together at any moment of your life. If you decide that you want to get together on September the 12th at 6 o'clock in the morning, then that's your that's your prerogative and do that. Don't let don't don't feel like if you got this year out to the worst stars could be a bad year for you. You 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 can start your you can start your good year in December and have one good month, one great month, one amazing month. But don't feel like you gotta wait till the new year to start your life over. And don't wait too long because people passing passing every day as COVID is showing us. People are passing every day. So we gotta cherish our loved ones, cherish our life, and make sure we take care of ourselves by eating healthy, exercising, and doing the right things we need to do so we all can live a longer life, man. This is Uncle Showtime trying to give advice and help people live longer because I'm not I'm not saying I'm doing the best, but I'm I'm trying to. I'm doing my best to do the best. So, uh, but going forward, I will do better. And I just want to wish all y'all a happy new year and let you know that uh, it's not too late to change your life around, do better things, and start and start being a new person. Because can't nobody judge your life and tell you how to live your life but you. Um, because there, you, you nobody's in your shoes but you. So, that's going to be it for me, man. This wasn't a long episode at all, man. Barely, barely 40 minutes, not even an hour. So, I didn't hold y'all long. I just wanted to come in here. And give you some quick updates, but I will tell y'all some things that we have to come. Um, I'm doing another episode coming soon. I'm doing the NFL breakdown, pre, um, NFL breakdown of the playoff, like a playoff preview, some in, more NBA talk, and some more things coming forward. You know, we got the C, uh, CFB going on with the college football championship, and um, and everything else in between as far as. Uh, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather, you know what I'm saying, UFC, uh, everything, man. I, I want to talk about it all. So if you ever got anything you want to talk to me about, don't hesitate to hit your boy up and talk to me about it because I'm open and I'm willing to talk to everyone when it comes to sports because I'm a sports fanatic. 
seriously. Um, but outside of that, I'm a I, I enjoy life. I, look, I enjoy talking about life, man. So, uh, like I said, this this nigga about the new year, new me. Like I said, I'm letting my discourage you and feel like you can't be a new person. But don't 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 wait. Don't feel like you gotta wait until January one or two thousand and whatever to start your life or be new. Some people may need that, and I'm not judging you for needing that. I'm just letting you know that don't feel like that's your situation. When that's got to be the time you do it. No, the calendars, time, all that was created by someone. And that can easily be removed, and we not know what time, what day it is, what we at at any moment, and we just be out here living. It used to be that in the world, but now we in a better world. But uh, shout out to everybody, listen, man, appreciate it again. I love y'all. Um, going into the going into this new year, I'm planning on being more consistent with my episodes. Check out my YouTube page if you haven't checked it out. Open stride, uh, and see and see what I have to offer going forward as far as uh music videos as far as what well, I music video music reviews that's what I mean um album reviews uh, movie reviews just things like this could be on my YouTube page and I'm still sticking my open shot podcast and be y'all more sports takes every time I get a chance because I have a lot to say and somebody's gonna hear it <laughs> somebody's gonna hear it man that's gonna be for me thanks for listening uh happy new year again and I pray y'all have a blessed and wonderful day evening or night Peace.